0: I want to welcome everyone in our podcast and our uh, YouTube channel. We just want you to know to continue to spread uh, through your social media what God is doing in supernatural culture. Bless your family and your friends. We're talking today uh, a new series. I'm excited for this series, The Keys." All right? I would like for someone to take out their keys. Why don't you all just grab your keys right quick, really quickly, and just shake them, shake them, shake them keys, shake them keys. And I want you to say with me, the keys. And I want to talk to you this month on keys that will help us access God to have a fresh encounter with Him. How many need a fresh encounter with God this morning, right? We all do. And Um, I want to start off by this, Acts chapter 3, verse 19, repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that when the times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. How many can say amen to that? So the Bible here starts off by telling us repent, and it's amazing how you see this scripture connect repentance with refreshment. And write this down. You cannot see refreshing without repentance. The word refresh in, in Greek means to breathe freshly upon or to awaken or revival. So whenever you see that word refresh, it's speaking about breath of God a freshness, a fresh perspective, a fresh fire, a fresh hunger, an awakening. I was watching last night with my wife, an interview with Kanye West, which by the way, I'm proud of the direction he's going, and I pray he stays in that direction. And I don't know if you saw this interview with this guy, I forgot what his name is, Uh, they're on the airplane, you guys seen that interview? It's a really good interview, the guy's on the airplane, check it out, and uh, it's anointed, Uh, the choir and everything. And so the guy says, what do you say to people that um, are going to say, you were just two, three years ago, you know, in this old lifestyle, how can we believe this is a real change? You know, like, you know, how can you just change from one night to the next? And Kanye West responds and says, when you're asleep, do you question you're sleeping? He says, when you wake up, do you question if you're awake? And he said... People who don't believe are asleep and they're walking dead. He says, but when you wake up, you realize you're alive. He says, I woke up, and this is an awakening. Come on, can you give a hand to the Lord for that? Check out that interview. It's very powerful. And what's the point? The point is, it's time for an awakening. Say with me, wake up. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor? You need to be woke. <laughs> All right. So, why is refreshing a key in the Bible? Go with me to Acts chapter seventeen, verse thirty. It says, "In the times of of this ignorance, in times like these, in ignorance, God winked at sin, but now He commands men everywhere to repent." So. The first thing we've got to understand is God wants to refresh our lives, our season. However, in order to experience refreshment, we must repent. Now, the Bible says that repentance is a command. So it's not an option. It's not, well, I feel like it. It's a command. Repentance is a command. However, it's a command that brings refreshment. Now, go with me to Mark chapter 1 verse 15. Look at this first quote. It says, and Jesus began to say, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and what? Believe, all right? Are you following with me? It says repent and believe. So I'm going to show you a few scriptures that align with Repentance. Here it says repent and what? Believe. Now, why is repentance so important? Because we think that believing is enough. But demons believe in God. There's no repentance in demons though. The first demand or command of Christ was not to believe but to repent. Let me repeat that again. The first command is not to believe. He didn't say believe and repent. He said repent and believe. So you can't truly believe if you don't truly repent. Repentance is the prerequisite for believing. You have many people, especially you see in the the celebrity world, I want to thank God, you know, but it's not just believing. Believing is the fruit of repentance. Repentance and belief are like twins. They go together. Write this down. The problem with people who struggle with faith. Listen to this, this. is powerful. The people who struggle with faith, 50% of people who struggle with faith, their problem is not their faith. It's their repentance. Let me say that again. 50% of people who have problems with faith, their problem is not their faith. It's their repentance. Because repentance and faith go hand in hand. It's hard to believe when you don't turn from something that is dishonoring God. The real requirement of repentance is to repent before you believe. All right, so number two, repent or perish. Go to Luke 13. Luke 13 verse 1 says that there were Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with sacrifices. And Jesus said unto them, Do you think the Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered things? I tell you, no, except you repent. You also shall what? Perish. So apparently there were some Galileans who died in the act of offering sacrifices. But the Bible says they perished because they did not practice repentance. And Jesus says, if you don't practice repentance, you too will perish. Now stop. That word perish is a strong word. He didn't say you're going to die. Perish is even worse. Dying is you'll die physical. Perishing means you'll die for an eternity away from God. So he says repent or perish. Write this down. Religion is no substitute for repentance. Write that down. Re- religion is is not a substitute for repentance. There's a lot of religious people, but there's not a lot of hearts full of repentance. He says, if you don't repent, you too will perish. So it's very important, not only to receive refreshing times from God, but to also repent. Write this one down. The C is repent and forgiveness of sins. We see that in Luke 24, 46, it says... In this is it written that Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead. Verse 47, and that repentance and remissions of sin be preached. Write this down. So we see number one, repent and believe. Say it with me, repent. Come on, help me preach this morning. Say repent and believe. Number two, repent or perish. And number three, repent and forgiveness of sins. So write this down. There's a teaching now that's going on around the body of Christ that once you've been forgiven of sins, that's it. All your sins for the rest of your life are forgiven. That's baloney. All right. It sounds cute. It's a nice, cute, cute teaching. It's a feel-good teaching, but the Bible commands us to repent. As a matter of fact, you know, it's crazy because You know, it's not, I'm going to teach you now that repentance is not a condemnation. It's a privilege. As a matter of fact, write it down right now. Repentance is not something we have to do. It's something we get to do. Thank you for the come on. One, One that's good, all right. Repentance is not something we have to do. It's something we get the privilege to do. In other words, it is a gift from God. God has given us the gift to live a lifestyle of repentance. Repentance can be the difference between a promotion or a demotion. Repentance could be the difference between entering a new season or going back to Egypt. Hello? Repentance can be the difference between seeing financial increase or not. Repentance could be the difference between saving your marriage or not. Repentance could be the difference... Between dying early or living a long life. The Bible says that God gave Jezebel a time to repent. You see, even Jezebel, God gave an opportunity to repent, to turn away. And there are things that people in the church, they're sinning. Some even servers, they come to serve in church and they're living a double life. They're in sin and you're like, everything's fine. Nothing's changing. I'm telling you, God is just giving you a time to repent. It's not that he doesn't see it. It's not that he doesn't notice it. It's not that he's okay with it. It's that he's giving you a season of grace for you to repent. You see, you can't play with sin and think that God's going to turn the other way. As a matter of fact, he says, I used to wink at it. I used to look away at it. But now I command repentance. I command for you to turn from sin. And there's this soft, cute, cuddly teddy bear gospel where you can do whatever the heck you want And just, you know, do whatever the heck you want. And then why the heck would God say without holiness, no one shall see God. Come on, where do you stick that scripture? Forgive me for my French. It says, says, be therefore holy as God is holy. If you don't need forgiveness for sin anymore, then why be holy? Why consecrate? And what's the other extreme? I'm not living condemned, oh, my God, I, I just had a bad thought. I sinned. Oh, my God, I'm going to hell. It's not the other extreme either. You guys understand? He's my father. He loves me. But if a natural father, me as a natural daddy, if my son does something wrong, I'm going to discipline him to correct that. And he needs to say, I'm sorry. So in the natural world, a father's not going to just let a child do whatever he, heck Why would God just let you do whatever the heck you want? As a matter of fact, he doesn't want you to repent to humiliate you. He wants you to repent so you are refreshed, so you are promoted. It's not like, oh, repent, you're going to hell. No, it's repent so I can bless you. Repent so that you don't end up in this. See, when you begin to learn what repentance is, you're going to understand even more. So repentance is, is not practiced in the church today. Today, people go and can play on the altar and be clubbing on Saturday night. And they just just come and sing on Sunday morning. And it's okay because, because, you know, we love them. Yeah, we love them, but we don't love sin. (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't, 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 Don't misunderstand it. The altar is holy. The house of God is holy ground. We're imperfect. But we have a heart of repentance. Do you understand the difference? See, uh, grace is not a license to sin. Oh yeah, you know I have the grace of God. I have the grace of God. Now you watch out with those teachings, because I, I, you, you know, it, what? How the heck do you enter light living in darkness? You can't. If you shut off these lights right now, it's dark, total darkness. If you shine the light, darkness flees. Period. There's no gray area. It's not like you know what you know. I, I I can you know I can look at that celebrity. They love God, Pastor. I'm gonna be just like them because they love God. They can still do that. Wait a minute. You need to have your own convictions with the Word. You need to get the Bible and let the Bible speak to your heart. Let it bring your own conviction. You don't need a celebrity to be your role model. You need the Bible to be your role model. If it's in the Word, I don't care who practices it. You need to live right before God because. You and I will bow before the Lord. Can you say amen? Amen. D, repent and be baptized. It says in Acts 2.36, it says that you have crucified Jesus. This is Peter speaking after the upper room experience. He says they were convicted in the heart. And look what they said. What shall we do? The very first preaching after the refreshing of the Holy Ghost. Came in the upper room, the first message. They said, What do we got to do? And he said, Look at this repent and be baptized. That was the first message the Holy Spirit had after Jesus rose from the dead. He says, Repent. Nowadays, even in altar calls, come as you are. He loves you. Just stay the same. Everything's going to be awesome. No, it ain't. As soon as you receive Christ, all hell' is going to break loose. Oh no, once you come to Jesus, all your problems are just going to go all completely away. No, as a matter of fact, they're probably going to rise even more because the devil's going to hate you even more. But what's the difference? I'd rather suffer and make eternity than go to hell and suffer for all eternity. Moses left the comfort of Egypt and suffered in the desert for the promised land. So I don't promise you this cutie, patootie, you know, uh, what's that song? Uh, uh, the gu- uh, what is that called? The, uh Man, my kids would be singing the, the gummy bear. Because I'm, I'm a gummy bear. That song, it ain't a gummy bear life. You're going to go through some hell and some fire. But thank God for the deserts because they take you to your promised land. Can you say amen? All right, write this down. Repentance towards God and faith. To Jesus Christ, Acts chapter twenty, verse twenty it says, "It says, and how I have kept nothing that was profitable to me." Verse twenty-one testifying both to Jews and Greeks, repentance towards God and faith towards Christ. You see, right there, you see the coin of two sides: repentance and faith. Say it with me, repentance and faith—they go together. I'm going to show you why in a minute. So, write this down. When we speak. About refreshing what are we talking about I want you to write these three words down I want you to write these three words down what is repentance let's break this down number one repentance is the Hebrew word naum I want you to write that n-a-h-u-m and this is what it means it means to grieve or to have a strong desire to want to change So when we talk about repent, the very first definition means to be grieved with yourself, to feel wrong about your actions, and then to have a strong desire to want to change. Number two, it's the Hebrew word shub, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but S-H-U-B, and it means to change your course, to turn around, to make a decision to obey God. And number three... The Greek word metanoia, which means to have a hundred and eighty degree turn. As a matter of fact, the word repent in Greek is uh this it's it, the repentance is a Greek military term that means 180 degrees. So this is what the Greek military would do. The military, uh, the, the Greek military would be, you know, marching, and the commander out of nowhere would use the word repentance. Let's just say he said, repent. In the moment the military heard repent, they would turn the other way. That's where that word repentance comes from. It is a military term to say, if you're going this direction, when you repent, you have a 180 degree change. I'm no longer going this direction. It's not if I feel like it. If the commander says to repent and I'm going the wrong way, I turn not because I feel it, not because I think it, not because everybody's opinion is in agreement with it. I turn because the commander of the universe has said repent. I don't walk by feelings. I don't walk by emotions. I don't walk by what I think. I walk by the word of God. Everybody say repent. Amen. So write this down. Repentance, therefore, is a decision of the heart followed by actions. This is very important what I'm about to tell you. Because what do we usually think is repentance? We usually think repentance is a bunch of feelings. And a bunch of tears. And we come to the altar and boo-hoo-hoo. And that's just the beginning of repentance. Repentance. It's not a, that's the initiation, that's not the completion. The initiation is to feel grieved, is to feel convicted, is to feel wrong, is to feel sorry. But many believers come to the altar repenting, crying, feeling sorry, but that's not the requirement of the Bible for repentance. The requirement of the Bible for repentance is to come broken, convicted, sorrowful, but then make a decision to turn from that sin and to turn towards God and begin to believe believe his way is better than my way. It's to believe his thoughts are better than my thoughts. It's to believe his words are better than my words. It's to believe his path is better than my path. The ways of the man seem right, but they all lead to destruction. Somebody shout amen. So don't don't, don't follow this cute teaching of, you know, I don't care how great the church looks. I don't care how great the preacher preaches. I don't care what kind of choir or or graphics or production. Receive the good but reject the bad. God requires repentance. Can you say amen? amen? Write this down. Repentance is not simply emotions. Now I want to break this down. Watch this. Genuine repentance requires a decision and an action. So, if this, so, for example, there are Christians that say if they feel lonely, they're lonely. If they feel defeated, they're defeated, because they're letting their what? Write this down. They're they're becoming slaves to their emotions. Many Christians are slaves to their emotions. I like that shirt she's wearing. Faith over feelings. Come over here. That's perfect to what I'm actually teaching right. We should have made, see, this is what I'm talking about, creative team. We need to make brandings. When we have a series, we should make sweaters and shirts and hats just on that. Faith over what? Feelings. Christians become slaves of their feelings. God gave us emotions to reflect him, but not emotions to take us away from him. Thank you. Write that down. Emotions are good when they bear the fruit of the Spirit. But when your emotions take you from God, that is not of God. And Christians become slaves. Oh, I feel like praying today. No, I don't feel like praying today. No, I feel like going to church. No, I don't feel like going to church today. You you cannot become a slave to emotions. You cannot allow emotions to dictate what you're going to do in your life. Write this down. What is repentance? It is metanoia. And Metanoia has a compound word. It's two things. One, Meta, write this down, means changed after being with. Ooh, I love that. Meta noya. Meta means changed after being with Him. And number two, Noia means to think different after being with Him. So what do Christians do? They come. I'm sorry for my sin. I repent, God, but they never make the switch in their mind. That thought of, uh, I don't know, pride. I repent for my prideful thought. I reject it and I choose your humility. I choose Jesus. Lord, do you, you know prayerlessness is a sin? The Bible says in the Old Testament... I will not sin against the Lord by not praying. You know why? Prayerlessness is a sign you're not depending on God. When you don't spend time with God, I'm not talking about hours. I'm talking about connection. Do You understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about religion like, uh, uh, I have, uh, I've I completed my hour. No. no, you can be five hours and still have not connected. You can be one minute and you connect your heart with the Lord. Religion is about formula. Relationship is about connection. So, should I repeat that? Religion is about formulas. Relationship is about connection. It's about connecting with your heart. It impacted me. Last night, Kanye West was saying that, you know, his wife and what, what is their you know, lifestyle at night? He says his wife is, you know, once they put the kids to bed, is watching uh, date, light, what, date night, whatever it's called. And he's like, What do you do? He's like, I'm reading my Bible. He's like, Every night? He's like, Every night. He's, like, Every night. he's reading his Bible. He's getting the word. That, that's a good sign. What do you need to be a disciple? You need to get the word of God in our hearts. If you're not in the word, repent. I'm sorry. I'm changing that habit, and from now on, I make a decision in the morning, at lunch, at night, I'm getting the word in me. If you don't pray, it's not just like, okay, I'm sorry, God. And then you go back, and that's not repentance. Repentance is I'm not praying, God. I want to pray. I change my mind from waking up and going straight to work without spending time with you. And I make a decision to change my habits so that the first thing I do when I wake up is say, good morning, Holy Spirit spirit good morning daddy I love you I honor you I want to I repent Lord for doing things my own way for being cocky and prideful and stubborn God says repent for being so stubborn for doing things your own way change your mind change your heart change your habits change your direction I want to see the fruits of your repentance somebody does you wrong, you forgive them. But you don't just allow them to just come right back in. Watch for the fruits of repentance. Oh, no, no, no. I'll never do it again. All right, I forgive you once. But you're doing it a second time. First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. I got to draw a line and say, guess what? I want to see fruits. Repentance and believing together are antidotes of transformation. Repentance and believing. It's not just repenting. It's what does it mean to believe? Believing is not, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. It's not a formula of confession. Believing is surrendering. Believing is my heart not resisting his word. believing is being meek to receive and accept who Jesus Christ is what his word says I submit to God see why do people struggle to believe because you argue with God you fight back you 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 argue you uh, you resist repentance means, I'm sorry, you said this, I turn from my thought. Jesus said, when, whenever you sin, agree quickly with your adversary. He said that in Matthew chapter 5. You know what that means? When you sin, don't wait for a day or a week or a month or a year. Immediately say, yes, I sinned. Devil, you trying to come come against me? Lord, I made a mistake. Before he comes and accuses me, I'm going to confess before God. I'm going to beat the devil to the punch. I'm going to have quick repentance. See, what's the difference between quick repentance and late repentance? I'm going to tell you the difference. Peter denied and betrayed Jesus Christ. Samson disobeyed God. But Watch this never saw Samson praying, you never saw him in scripture reading the word, he just was full of power, full of gifts. And sometimes people when they're gifted, you confuse the blessing of the gift over the fruit of your character. Just because you get promoted does not mean your heart is right. That's God showing you his mercy doesn't mean, oh, I must be okay, I must be, no, God says search your heart, I'm, my goodness is to lead you to repentance, oh, no, no, I'm getting blessed and I don't know and I'm fornicating and I'm doing this, I'm sinning and I'm I'm drinking, I'm doing marijuana, I'm going clubbing or I, I, I'm prideful or I'm doubting or I'm lustful, I don't know, whatever the area you struggle with, but guess what God's saying, don't confuse your promotion. That's my goodness to lead you to repent. It is my gift of saying I love you even when you failed me, but I want to lead you to brokenness. I want to lead you to change that mentality. Change that desire. Change. See all of us struggle with areas that need repentance. Every one of us here. Pastors, all have areas that need genuine repentance what do I mean by genuine repentance I mean completely say God I turn from that mentality I turn from that desire I turn from that low self-esteem I turn from seeing myself less than what you see in me I turn from walking in fear in that area of my life. I'm shifting my mind from fearing to trust. I'm shifting my mind from being prideful and cocky to depending on God. Any area you don't depend on God, you're prideful. You're good at cooking. You You can get cocky just in that. You're gifted, but it's a gift of God. Give him the glory. You're good at business. Depend on God. Repent. Every area of our life, we must depend on God. Okay, write this down. This is really good what I'm about to tell you. Write this down. There's a difference between condemnation and conviction. Write this down. Condemnation says you're guilty. Go away. Conviction says you sinned, so come near me. Did you hear that? guilty, get away. You've sinned. Come to Papa. Write this down. Condemnation says I am something wrong. Conviction says I did something wrong. See, condemnation points to your personality. Conviction points to the action. You're not what you did. You are who I say. son he left the father but then what did he do he turned back as soon as he turned back daddy was daddy was waiting for repentance why is refreshing important isaiah 53 6. we all like sheep have gone astray to our own ways and the lord has laid his Bible says, why do I need a lifestyle of repentance? Because the Bible says we have all gone our own way. That's what the Bible calls iniquity. What is iniquity? It's rebellion. Rebellion. When I doubt, I'm rebelling against God. When I question, daddy the very first thing Adam and Eve did when they sinned is they started an anarchy the worst government on earth is not a dictatorship it's not a democracy it's anarchy what is anarchy you and me rebelling against him are you hearing me Tells you let go of that relationship and you still do it your way. When God tells you those feelings are deceptive, and you still do it your way. Rebellion is witchcraft, the Bible says. Today, Holy Ghost wants us to repent. All of us, every one of us, has something in our minds that we've put our own. That oh, oh no, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to do that. God says, repent. Are you hearing me? Repent from what, Pastor? From being filthy, from being naughty responding back to God, questioning your creator. The Bible says, will the clay say to the potter, will the clay question the potter? Submitting to God is repentance. It's not what you think, it's what God says. No, but I don't think it should be that way, and I don't think they should talk to me that way, and I don't think I should do it. it doesn't matter what you think. What does the potter say? What does God think about that situation? It doesn't even matter what society says. It doesn't matter what the government says. What does God say? I must repent. I must turn from my iniquity, from my rebellion, from my pride, from my ego, from my selfishness, from my stubbornness. You see... Jesus was coming to earth? Before Jesus came. Who came before Jesus? John the Baptist. Why did we need John the Baptist? Because the refreshing of heaven couldn't show up until the preaching of repentance was released. Repent! When he Preached in the desert. Repent! He was preparing the way for the visitation of heaven on earth repentance will always prepare the way for a fresh encounter for refreshing for a holy spirit transformation god wants to transform your life your marriage your children your job your business your heart your health but you must value repentance. You must run to the cross. You must run to the blood. You must run to His presence. You must run to the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Don't run from the cross. Run to the cross. Don't run from the light. Run to the light. Don't run from repentance. Run to repentance, Pastor but i'm already a christian jesus said pick up your cross deny yourself what does that mean daily i repent daily i turn from sin daily i turn to i feel the holy ghost this morning daily i submit to god daily i'm surrendering my mind daily i'm surrendering my emotions daily i'm turning from sin daily i'm saying god i need you i want you. I gotta have you. I'm sorry Jesus. I must repent. I must get right. I must turn from this emotion. Condemnation is not of God. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the Spirit has set me free from the law. You are not bound any longer. Jesus wants to set you free from guilt and shame and your past. But you must repent you repent see how do you know you've repented i feel the holy ghost how do you know when you've repented all guilt and shame and fear has been wiped out and the peace of god begins to invade your heart your peace is a sign that you've turned from sin you've turned from your pride and rebellion god wants you to turn you say amen how many need to repent this morning we all do lift up your hands, we all need to repent I was in my office repenting, saying God change mentalities, change my habits, my ways change the way that we think, that doesn't allow us to, see, see my God, write this down, I love this quote write this down, this is powerful write this down Most closed heavens are believers who have closed the heavens in their mind. That's powerful. Write that down. Most closed heavens for believers happen in their mind. What does that mean? Many of the problems you're going through in your life, you've closed your own heavens by not repenting by not changing your mind about the way that you see life through God's eyes. And when you repent, your mind shifts and it opens the heavens over you because your mind activates demonic activity and your mind activates angelic movement. Are you hearing me? How many can say amen? How often should we repent? Go to Revelation 3.19. It says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chase it. Be zealous and repent. What does zealous mean? Passionate, hungry. What does that mean immediately? Pastor, I'll wait till I go to church next Sunday. In the moment you have the thought, Lord, I repent. I change that image out of my mind and I choose your face. In the moment you say that word, God, I repent. I exchange, I i I, so, I won't use that word anymore. And I'm going to change the way that I talk immediately. Pastor, Lord, I was prideful, God. I repent. I'm sorry. I changed that mindset. I choose to be humble like Jesus, to walk in his nature, God. I choose to forgive the way you forgive me, God. I can't forgive them. You don't know what they did to me. Repent. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Are you hearing me this morning? Repent immediately. And I close with this. How do you refresh? Go to 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 12. And the Lord appeared to Solomon my night and said unto him, I have heard your prayers and I have chosen the place of sacrifice. If I shut up the heavens, there shall be no rain or command the locusts. But if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, shall pray, shall seek my face, and turn from your wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. How do you repent biblically? Number one, humble yourself. Begin to talk to God. Begin to seek his face and begin to turn from your wicked ways. I want to do an activation tonight, today. I'm going to ask Mark to come here, please. Is with here? Is she prepared with what I asked for? Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. The Lord told me, teach my people. Repentant is not just... A sinner who comes to Christ, repentance must be a lifestyle that you practice every day, not just with sin, but mentalities, habits, actions. Your life, you you have to. I'm gonna pray right now for the Holy Spirit to show you what are the areas that need brokenness, what are the areas that are in rebellion against God right now. You must repent before that thought destroys you. And this is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask the ushers to hand out index cards right now. And we're going to worship the Lord. And you're going to talk to God and ask him to show you what are those areas that are in rebellion against God that are anti-God, anti-Christ. Don't get religious on me, Pastor, my sins are forgiven. This is for new believers. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about sinners, unbelievers right now. I'm talking about Christians who need to repent for doing things the way they want to do it instead of God's ways. Areas of your life where you're still stubborn, where you still don't want to submit to God, you must repent. If we want to see change, if we want to be transformed, we must repent and believe. I'm going to ask for the worship team to begin to worship God and I want you to just close your eyes and I want you to put down the lights and I want you to begin to talk to the Lord. Open your heart. Let the Holy Spirit convict you. Let the Holy Spirit make you feel grieved with the way you think, with the way you talk, with the way you're living, with what you watch, with what you do. Don't allow pride to steal your blessing. Allow the Holy Spirit to convict your heart. Allow the Holy Ghost to begin to reveal to you those secret things you're doing, those secret Secret thoughts, right now. Let the spirit of repentance fall in the house today. God wants to promote you. God wants to transform you, but you must repent and believe. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I want you to close your eyes and talk to God. Allow attitudes, attitudes, attitudes that are displeasing to God. Father, in Jesus' name, we release the spirit of conviction right now in the name of Jesus we release the conviction of the Holy Spirit we want true genuine repentance we want to feel sorry but we also want to change the course of our thoughts of our actions in the name of Jesus us to that place where we will not be afraid to sacrifice it all for you. Lead us to that place. Lead us to that place. Lead Those of you that are watching live right now. I just send the word right now wherever you're at, pray this prayer with me say Lord Jesus I repent of my sins I'm sorry Jesus I make you the Lord of my life I believe you rose from the dead wash me with your blood if you're a Christian say I repent I change the way I think and I choose to believe God's way receive refreshment now in Jesus name I love you I bless you write to us leave us a comment